Okay, starting the recording, and welcome to the Monday night call, webinar, event, whatever you want to call it, and I'm so excited you're here. The summer has finally decided to arrive, and so many people are all over the place doing their cabins and getting ready for kids going out of school and graduations, and you're here, and you're listening or watching this webinar, which I give you a lot of kudos for that because most people this time of year have a lot of excuses as to why they can do everything but their business and focus on what they want to really be doing. And you're taking the time out to listen or watch this. And I just want to give you some credit because this time of year, the summertime, is the time to pick what we call the low-hanging fruit. You know, so like so many people are flaking out that there's all these people that are looking for what you have, and because the other people are flaking out, you are easily to go get those people and enroll them in your business, and it's a great time. And I always tell people, if you're growing right now, if you're growing in May, June, July, and August, and your numbers are up, you're going to have an incredible fall because this is the time you work so hard and it sometimes seems really like, oh, you're going against the, 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 up the river the wrong way. But when you hit that fall time, when we know it's historically easier, things just, they just explode. You know, I hit platinum when I, it was May. You know, to hit a, a new rank in these months really tells you there's genuine growth happening in your team. And for those of you that don't know me, I'm Jen Springer, and I've been with Young Living since 2001. I just had my anniversary in May, uh, or my Young Living anniversary. I don't know how we come up with a little term for that. And I just absolutely love this business because I was thinking about it today. You know, I get complacent sometimes. I just want to be really honest. You know, I think, oh, I got to go do that Monday night webinar call thing, or, oh, I got to get postcards out, or, you know, whatever. You, know, you just think, oh, I got to do these things. I got a class coming, oh, you know, Saturday I had a workshop and blah, 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 right? And then I think to myself, most people don't have a tenth of the freedom that I have and that I make this fantastic income. And, and it comes every month, you know, I just maintain my business or I grow my business and I can count on that every month. And 99.9% .9 of people don't have that. And for you to sacrifice I don't, I don't like to see the word sacrifice because it's not about like forgetting your life and, and, and all your want, you know, your family and everything until you get to the rank you want to be, but to just make decisions very discerningly like, hmm, do I sit on the couch tonight or do I make some follow-up calls <laughs> or do I shift my schedule so that all of my kids' activities are on, you know, collected days together versus spreading them all over the place so that I can focus on my business to do presentations or, you know, promotional events. You know, it's making those decisions to work very smart, but be, you know, when it's easy, when you're like, hmm, I'd rather go on the boat right now and do my, you know, lay in the sun. Um, but if you're going to do something like that and take time out, make sure you're learning and, you know, you're moving forward in your business. It's very important, especially when the weather's beautiful, stick to it. Um, and not get distracted because then you could be like me one day and say, wow, you know, I can't get complacent, you know, <laughs> and I'm striving to, you know, I don't think that I've made it right. You know, it's like I make this wonderful income and I'm like, I, I still want more. I want to get to the other ranks. And it's just one of those things where I'm like, you know, I just got to kick back and be really grateful for what I have. And I, for all of that, I want you guys to have as well. So let me go ahead here and uh, show you my screen.
Uh, let's see. I'm just looking to see how many people are on here. Outwork crew, you guys are packing on. Okay, so I want to show you the specials for this month because this is the new month, and we're on the 5th already, which is weird. Sometimes when we have a, when was the first was on Thursday, so we're almost a week into the month, but it happens. So this month we have for 100 PV, if you're on Essential Rewards, you get the Spearmint Vitality. Now, Spearmint, you know, we often think of Peppermint. You know, Peppermint is like the celebrity of the mints, but Spearmint is fantastic in, you know, Give yourself a change of pace when you're doing your drinks and put some spearmint in there. Um, it's great to make the summer, you know, mocktails or even cocktails, you know, have your crushed fruit in there and add a little spearmint. Very refreshing. Um, making candies. There's so many things that you can do with spearmint. You know, it's just so soothing even to the digestive system, just like um, the peppermint is. So for 190 PV, you get that. Plus you get a 15 mil of patchouli and a five, 15 mil of cypress. So the patchouli is if you're on essential rewards along with the spearmint, and the cypress is, you know, the bonus for 190 PV, which is one of my favorite oils. I did a raindrop class on Saturday, and I was talking about my love of cypress because cypress supports every system in the body, and it's also very budget-friendly. Um, for 250 PV, you get all of that plus Aroma Ease. Aroma Ease oil is one you can just inhale, and... If you ate too much or maybe you ate something a little funky that you shouldn't have eaten that maybe was a little outdated or, you know, and you just something that's not right with your GI and you're like, oh, I overdid it, a little overindulgence on whatever it is, you know, milkshakes or hamburgers or barbecue, whatever's going on this summer, sniff your aroma yeast. It's absolutely fantastic for that. And for 300 PV, you get all of that plus you get Ningxia Nitro, which... If you're doing any traveling coming up, like a lot of us are, it's so handy to have that nitro. Plus, the energy oil is um, exactly that, right? <laughs> you know, where else could you get a bottle of energy? You know, something like this you could put right, you know, I like to put it right over my adrenals or on the bottom of my feet. And it's it's such a, an exotic smell, you know, just like, uh, what is it, um, harmony. You know, harmony and energy are just those really different blends. And it's, if you have never used energy, it's, you'll be able to get that this month if you're doing the 300 PV. So that's what's happening there. Um, the other thing I want to mention before we get into our special guest today who, you guys, I'm so pumped for this. So just hold on. Wait until we get to Gary here. So YLSaltLake.com, if you're going to convention, make sure you get your tickets because we're selling out and this price is going to go up very shortly. So even if you have your ticket, make sure that your team members that are going with you get their tickets ASAP. We're doing, sorry, I have a little congestion. There's so much pollen going on out there right now. It's like crazy. So if, you, if you're going, from 2 to 5 is our actual breakout with Tom and I. Um, I'm doing, like, Internet marketing, like a little bit of Facebook, how to use that to leverage, you know, meeting more people for free and also paying for that. And Tom is talking about his duplication, his momentum growing. And then from 12 to 1.30, we're doing, like, an overview and a Q&A for Diamond Factory System. And that's, that part is free, but your tickets for YL Salt Lake for Tom and I's you know, event from two to five is $45. And you guys, that's insane. It's so, we try to make it as budget friendly as we could because we know there's a lot of expenses to go to, to convention and we wanted to ensure that you could afford it and you could bring your team <laughs> and get them there as well and just cover the cost of the hotel. So make sure you go there. It's wildsaltlake.com. Get your registration in and tell your team if they've, you know, if they have not registered either. Whew. So, 
with that, I'm going to scroll this up a little bit. All right, so let me go here. And I'm going to introduce my guest tonight, which I am really excited because, um, you know, Gary Cox is like one of those people who, how do you want to say this? He's a superstar. <laughs> you know, I just want to say it plain and simple. You know, he's a superstar. He's been on TV. He's been, you know, worked with high-profile clients. He's He works with people like us in companies trying to help us succeed because his greatest heart's desire is to help people have happiness and health and abundance and prosperity and financial and otherwise, um, you know, a, a very uh, blessed life. And Gary, though, he has come, you know, through some incredible adversity he lost his dad was murdered he had a wife that wasn't so loyal um, he lost his business and that created incredible internal turmoil you know where he had to resort to self-medicating and also medications and he was at the bottom of the bottom of the bottom and he could have chosen to stay stuck there the rest of his life and just play that violin you know oh poor me poor me or he could wind up dead, right? And that's the other thing that could have happened. And he chose that was not his path. He chose that this is going to be, um, you know, I'm going to make this life into something good. And he worked very hard to get out of that. He sought out people that could coach him and lead him. And he learned some techniques. And he and, and my personal feeling about Gary is that so much of this is within him. He's got this incredible gift to help people um like he can identify and pinpoint what exactly is going on with you that is keeping you from whatever it is you want to go, whether it's something personal, like I can't get rid of these extra pounds, there's something going on here, or you're afraid to talk to people, or you're afraid to get on a plane, or maybe you're afraid of snakes, or, you know, something like that, you know, that junk that holds you back, that's an invisible junk, but it's very, very real and very tangible, and that's what Gary, that's what Gary does, and to have him here to talk to you guys is an incredible thing, and I really commend you for coming tonight and, you know, spending your time with Gary and I. And, Gary, I want to welcome you and thank you for your schedule I know is insane. You've got all these super amazing things going on, which we'll talk a little bit about later. And you took the time out to talk to these people so that you can help them. So thank you so much for being here. I really, really appreciate you coming. Thanks for having me. Can you see my video? Yes, I can. So you got my audio then. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah, no, this is good stuff, and I, I appreciate you um, trusting me with your platform here, and I'm looking forward to spending some time, and uh, hopefully we can make some uh, crazy differences in people's lives tonight. Hold on. Oh, I, I, what, you can't see my video? Or it's on, it's on, hold on a second. Oh, Monty just got my attention here. Let me put on your, if people can find you. I'm going to put this on here. Uh, I'm just going to go to your website to open that up. Okay, just put. I, I don't have uh, my my notes in front of the screen, and so Monty's Monty's like, you can still see that other random website. So I just put it on here so people can see your website, but more importantly, they can see us. So Gary, let's talk about. You know, I gave you a little bit of history, but you know, how exactly did you turn your life around? You know, when so I mean, you talk to everybody, and everybody seems okay, kind of on the surface, like. I'm fine, I'm fine, or like, oh, life sucks, you know, people say that kind of thing, but how, 
um, how did you start to get the strength to be able to pull up and, and change and turn that all around for yourself? Well, you know, Jen, I, I was very successful when I was a teenager. I was doing like $100,000 a year. And then all those tragedies that you were talking about, my father was murdered, and a whole bunch of stuff happened to me by the time I was 21 years of age. And I realized that I became a victim, if you will, of my past circumstances. So here I was relatively normal before all this, and all of a sudden all these things are happening in my life, and now my life is a mess. I'm a basket case emotionally. I have zero control. Um, any little trigger, I'm in you know, emotional tears. I'm a mess. But I did have enough common sense to know if I could do it once before, I could do it again. And I became obsessed with becoming my own patient and my own doctor, Jen. And that led me to realizing that this is really a head game. And if I could figure out ways and strategies to tap into it, I would really be able to turn my life around. And I got the impression by reading motivational books, and I'm not knocking them or being judgmental, but I got the, the impression that, you know, they're telling you all you got to do is, you know, think happy thoughts, say you're happy, and you become happy. And I'm thinking... Whoever wrote that book has not been through half of what I've been through. It takes more than that. And if we don't figure out what this more than that stuff is, the challenge I think that we have, Jen, is we often know what we need to do to get more results, like you know, cold calling, follow-up, quick smoking, losing weight, increasing your income, but we often can't get ourselves to do it. So that's a sign. If we know what we need to do and we're not doing it, there's a sign that there's certain buttons that are not being pushed that need to be pushed. Example, when everybody goes to convention, they don't know it, but their buttons are being pushed. For example, when you leave that event, you're going to feel high as a kite. You're going to feel unstoppable. The problem with that is most of you don't know the moment that happens. And if you don't know the moment it happens, and what external stimuli you use to create a story that gave you so much certainty, you're also not going to know what's going to hit you on the blind side three or four or five days later when that feeling of unstoppableness that you had yesterday is crashed. So what I do is I help people become way more aware of why that happens so they can eliminate that roller coaster. If you're going to have, I think, I, I, I don't want to say eliminate that roller coaster because in, in business and sales you have a roller coaster, but I'd rather have this roller coaster than this roller coaster. And when you have this roller coaster, you got some bumps along the way, but you're constantly moving up the hill and getting more results. So that's kind of where my background is, if you will, in helping people. And I found out that, you know, it's, it's not really when people come to me, it's not really the challenges they think they have. It's not the challenges that they think they have in their business or in finances. Their business and finance challenges are a reflection of what's going on in their past, such as maybe some of the things that happened to me. And how that works is, you know, obviously your wife tells you your baby's not yours. And <laughs> you can only imagine, you know, the repercussions of that, right? So now you feel rejection. And then on top of that, this happened, you know, with a 15-year-old kid. So now you're really feeling like there's no ego left now. So when you go out into the real world because of something that's non-related to business, and I start talking to people, then I get a no, and another no, then I start getting rejection. What happens is that feeling of rejection I now feel in sales, I'm now going to all of a sudden relive all the rejection and all the pain that I've had 
in the last 5, 10, 20, 30 years. And if we don't learn how to change the association that we have to the pain in the past, then anytime we try to move forward and feel some pain, we're going to put it all together and we're going to think, wow, this is too painful and I know I need to go forward, but I don't want to go forward because if I do, all I'm just going to do is feel rejected and I can't handle the pain. And then what happens to our goals and dreams? They go down the tubes. Do you think that people, in your experience, because, you know, to hold, I'm going to hold this thought for a second. Hopefully I'll remember it in a second. Um, do you, let me ask the question, because I know people who have worked with you personally, like, you know, either very intimate like type of setting, you know, whether little, you know, small weekend with you or in a, in a larger seminar environment. And they, you have this incredible um, gift to really zoop, go right in. And it's almost like surreal. That's what they've told me. They're like, it's so crazy. He just knows, whoop, he goes right in and he knows what's going on. But do you think that most people in your experience, because you've worked with so many people and, and help them, are they conscious of what, that thing is or is it something that you really have to assist to bring it full circle so they can see that thing and then you bring them through because you've got some crazy good techniques that pull them through it and help yeah um i guess that's a two-sorted question or two-bladed question because yes and no sometimes somebody knows but doesn't know why or how and then sometimes people don't know at all i mean i'll bring somebody on stage and and I'll have no idea in the world where this is going. <laughs> and I gotta dig deeper and deeper and figure out where it isn't. But boy, once once I find it, now we make some changes. So what I try to do is I try to zigzag as fast as I can to get right to that point. And when I get there, then we've got something. But it's that zigzag part that we've got to work on. And I, I don't know what it is many times until I start doing intel. And that's where I get the intelligence from the person to figure out what's going on in their mind. What are their negative associations? What are the stories that we're telling ourselves? And then we start creating a foundation of where I think the possibilities could be. Then once I think I've got it, we move in. And then changes, you've heard, can happen really fast from the people I've worked with. And I think you've seen some of my work, too. Yes, and there's some amazing transformations that have happened because, you know, some of the people that have worked with you, you know, they get home from your event and they're like, oh, it's amazing, you know, and then I'll check in with them like a month and a half later and I say, well, right. how are you doing from that event and how is, you know, some of the people had their, their partner with them too, their spouses and stuff and, oh my gosh, yeah, we're moving forward and, you know, he's doing this and yada, yada and, you know, for people that are in my own personal team, you know, you've worked with some of, you know, our um, upline. You've also worked with Connie McDaniel, right, and besides the Schulers, um, and you've worked with Sonia Swan, who we had on uh, recently as well. And so, you know, th there's been some great breakthroughs, but I just wanted to say that I don't, I, I didn't give you that feedback when we talked earlier, but yeah, I checked in with them like, you know, six, <laughs> weeks, six weeks after the event, and they're like, yeah, it's amazing. You know, I'm, we're still using everything and, you know, we're, we're moving forward and, you know, my spouse is doing his thing and he's finding his way and it's awesome. And that's, that's incredible because of what you said earlier, where people go to events, whether it's like a seminar you're doing or, a, you know, a life workshop or a convention yeah. or whatever it is. And they come, we come out of there like high as a kite and then it's like, woo, and then it stops. Right. Like, you know, to to have that 
stickiness and that impact. I, the first time I talked to Sonia on the phone, like long time ago, like last year, she was, yeah, we use, you know, Gary's techniques when, when, you know, things come up and her daughters use your techniques when things come up and it's been so impactful and helpful in her whole family, you know, and that's really cool. It is. And I see, I think, um, what, what's interesting about that is when I work with people, my goal is to see what I can do to make it long lasting. Kind of like our tagline is creating extraordinary lives with lasting results. So when I'm working with somebody, I need to make sure they get it. Because if they don't get it when they leave, it's going to be a pump up thing. So the, the importance and the wisdom behind this, Jen, it's so easy for us to become a slave to our feelings as opposed to a leader of them. And when you learn certain strategies that I share, and we'll probably get to some of them tonight, um, we have certain behaviors as humans that, that are not always good. And one is that we're a slave to our feelings. So, you know, when we're born, right, what do we do? We're a slave to our feelings. We're hungry, we cry. We've got to go pee, we cry. We're, we're just a constant slave. There gets to be a point as we get older, we need to no longer be a slave. We start getting filters uh, physiologically and then emotionally. But then again, later on, if we don't have the right filters, we continue to be a slave to our feelings. We take these early behaviors, which may not be necessarily good or bad, but if they don't work in harmony with our goals, they will slow us down. So, example, one of the behaviors, we, we all are prone to be a slave to our feelings. Well, where can that hurt us in business? It can hurt us in our business. It can hurt us in relationships because what happens now is when we look at business as rejection, let's say we start calling a lot of people, we get a lot of rejection. Rejection is a what? It's a feeling. So now we have a feeling, and if we're prone and programmed to be a slave to our feeling, what do we do? We reward the feeling. And how do we reward the feeling of being rejected? We do nothing. So we don't grow our business because we're doing nothing because we don't want to keep making phone calls because we don't want to get rejected. So we have to learn to ignore that. And I'll give an example how this is so powerful in both business and relationships. If we get that success is not a feeling but an action, and we also relate to relationships the same way that a relationship, somebody that we love, that relationship is also an action, not a feeling. Let me tell you how you can take your life to a whole other level. All right. So how you would do that is if you feel and if you've been wrongly programmed or conditioned that love is a feeling, when somebody does or says something to you that drains you emotionally, you no longer feel loved by that. So if we remember in our minds and our programming negatively that we are a slave to our feelings, well, if we don't feel loved, how do we reward that? We don't reciprocate. Or we do the next mean thing that we can think of because we think they did something mean to us. But if we understand that love is an action, when somebody does something to us that emotionally drains us, oh, well, love is an action, so I'm going to still do something in kindness to you whether I feel like it or not. And that's how you create a very powerful relationship. Now, business is the same way. If we look at business as an action, not a feeling, when we feel rejected, 
we understand that success is an action. Make another call no matter how we feel. Mm. Do something like you would in your relationship. You feel hurt by somebody, oh well, show them an act of kindness. And that's how you grow that relationship. Business is the same. You feel rejected, oh well. Get on the phone. Feel more rejected, oh well. It's an action, not a feeling. Get on the phone. Because if we don't look at it that way, we will cave into our negative emotions mm. and we will either just quit or dramatically slow down our success. I think you just like nailed it. I, let me hold on. Let me do a little poll with everybody. I'm going to lower all your little hands. Right. Who can resonate? Raise, put your little hand up here in the in the little control box. Can you resonate with what he's talking about? Where you know where you you have that rejection, and all of a sudden you start to shut down into inaction. Go ahead and raise your hands if this has happened to you, and all of a sudden you're like. You know, all of a sudden you're doing nothing, but, you know, you're back there reading all your books and filing your cabinets and organizing your stuff and fixing your computer and learning more. And then you're you're in that mode versus like what Gary said, turned off. Yeah, we got like, ooh, I bet you here uh, 50 percent of the hands are raised. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the other 50 percent are lying. I, I know. I'm going to raise mine. I honestly, are you going to said his is raised. He's over there. <laughs> Yeah, so this is this is like such an, you know, and then people, the thing is, Gary, you know, talking, you know, I've been in this for a long time, you know, 2001, so I've, I've had a little bit of experience, and so when, right. but when I hear people, I see them, and this right now makes so much sense to me, because I see them start out really bold and vigorous, and they're out talking, and then they go, they start to fizzle, right. or they're, like, they start to make a thousand reasons why they can't go out and talk to people or a thousand reasons why they can't do another event or follow up. There's all these things that they put in the way between themselves and their business that they think consciously is a priority over their gateway. Literally, when I started Young Living, I looked at it like this door that's behind me over there. Like that was my way out. Like that was the only door I could get out of corporate and make my own money. But they're, but they're putting all these blocks in between themselves and their door, and they think that's the reality. And, that, yeah, that's just way cool, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, what you're saying makes sense, Jen, because the, the, the thing is when we say we want to have more and do more, I, I like to treat myself like a genie. When I tell myself I'm going to do something, it's going to happen. So if you don't treat yourself like a genie and you just spew, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be royal crown and I'm going to get platinum and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and I'm going to get a car and your brain doesn't see you following up with that, it's not going to take you seriously. So when I tell myself I'm going to make this happen, my brain knows I'm not giving it BS. I'm going to make it happen. And that's the key. And one of the reasons some of you are not making it happen is you're relying on your own income your full-time job if you have one because even though it's not you know what you really want it to be you're surviving so if I don't make the phone call it's okay well here's the problem with that you're not gonna get to the next level the way I help people solve that is I help them realize the importance of being hungry you gotta be hungry if you ever stayed internally in my company you would think that we're penniless and we don't make a dime because I stay hungry all the time You've got to learn to keep yourself hungry. And this is how you keep yourself out of becoming complacent. And if your goal 
goals are big enough. Now, when I say goals are big enough, I'm not talking about goals that are so big or small, I don't care, that you don't believe in. That's the thing is, if you have a huge goal, you know, people say you, you got to dream big. Well, you got to dream big, but while you're dreaming big, you've got to believe that that dream is possible. And if you don't believe it's possible, you've got to figure out how do you get yourself that way because I don't care how fancy of a house you think you want. If it's not believable to you, you're not going to go ahead and implement what it takes to make it happen until you get to the point of figuring out how do I make that happen. Not only the belief, though, because a lot of people will tell you, man, belief is everything. I'm here to tell you belief is not everything. You also have to have a value with your belief. A value is the level of importance you place on something. So you can be a believing fool all day long, believe all you want, but have no value, and all we are is a believing person that doesn't take action, and that doesn't get us anywhere. So this is where I help people realize this is a freaking head game, and when you learn to play the head game, that's where you really get the results. And I play head games all, my, all the time. You know, what's worse than being discouraged or depressed, Jen, is not knowing why. And if you don't know why, you can't figure out the how. The how will be to solve it. So that's why it's so important to, to really take an internal look at ourselves and understand how we actually function, what are the things that make you move, that slow you down, and figure out what can you do to counteract those behaviors. Mm, that's huge. That That's huge. I'm looking at, I'm, like people probably saw the box like moving around in the webinar. I, it, sometimes these things have their brain of their own. But I was looking at what the comments were, uh, Gary, and people are saying, oh, my gosh, this is me. I totally feel this. I've started to slow right. down into inactive. They're just like, oh, my God, like literally, like there's a whole bunch of people in that were commenting as you were talking going, nailed it. <laughs> so you're hitting that point, you know, and if you guys have, you know, you guys can comment. Well, I'll be keeping an eye on this. You just might see that black box pop up every now and again. But, you're, you know, you're, I think you're really hitting that point. And, and I will tell all of you that are watching this or listening to this that you will, without a question, hit this point in your business if you have not already hit it once or twice. Um, some of you may be new and you're listening and you're like, yeah, I'm enrolling like a fool and I'm doubling and tripling my volume every couple months and la, la, la. And you, you're like high as a kite. This will happen at some, at some level, at some point in your business. I know it's happened to me twice. And I never gave up, but I, I had to really gather resources in order to, to make it through this. And he's telling the absolute truth. Um, for some of you, if you've, if you've been there or you're there right now, go ahead and make a little comment. Um, if you're not there yet, we're just helping you. And the reason why that when I do these calls or I'm doing my own trainings, you guys, I'm so clear and I want to prepare you so that you don't hit the wall and quit and realize that this is normal. Um, and, and your options are, what do you do when it happens? Do you just, you know, identify it and get your tools and, and go through it? Or do you sit stuck forever or quit? And that's why Gary's here is to help you with this. So I want to see what people said right here. Go ahead, Gary. And Jen, the questions, that's a good point. The questions that you ask when the crap hits the fan <laughs> will determine your level of commitment. And um, not to be bragging on you, uh, Jen, but because of our relationships, I know, you know, a decent amount about you. And I know that one thing that Jen has is that ability to, when, when, the, when it hits the fan and the problems are there, boom, barrel through it. How do I fix it? How do I solve it? Okay, I got to put in more money. What, what, you, you just, this is how you think. 
Or if you're not careful, you'll think opposite of that. Well, maybe this is not for me. Maybe I'm not cut out for this. Maybe this is not God's plan for me. You know, maybe my friend was right. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what to do. That's a total different mindset. That's a problem mindset, not a solution mindset. So you have to identify yourself as to which one are you. And if you're leaning over, leaning over to the problem mindset, I'm okay with that, meaning I'm okay with you acknowledging that. Now we got to acknowledge that, okay, this isn't going to work. i got to change it. i got to change it. Because if you don't change that, you're going to quit. Yeah. And you can't change what you don't acknowledge. So at least acknowledge, you know, where are you? Are you in the solution mode? Are you in the problem mode? And if you're in the problem mode, I, um, you, you slow down. I'll give you an example. I did a video recently. Um, I just finished doing a jet school, some jet training. We're going to start flying a jet for some of my events and whatnot. And I've got a chart on the, on the wall there, and that chart has little buttons, and they're red and they're amber, right? So when you get a red button, a red button a light is, is, is a warning, okay, a big warning. And it means when you have a warning light, you have to memorize instantly what you have to do when that problem comes. Now, here's what happens. Imagine if you were in the airplane sitting behind the pilot and the pilot sees a red light, warning light go on, and he goes, oh, my God, oh, my God, red warning light. I am freaking out. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? What should I do? Oh, no. That would be ludicrous. But he is trained that the moment he sees the red light, boom, do something. You don't go, oh, my gosh, what the heck is going to happen? You don't have time for that. See, some of you, when you get into a problem mode, when your red light goes on, you don't even go to fix the problem before your engine freaking shuts off. You sit there and whine and complain about it, and then by that time, it's too late. You've run out of fuel. The fire is in the cockpit. You're dead. (laughs) But when you have the, the mindset, like myself and a Jen, when you see the light go off, you know there's a problem, and you go, okay, light solution what is it don't know let's figure it out yes and you don't have time to waste in between about oh my gosh what's going on how am i going to do this by that time it's too late so i want you to understand when you have problems in your business all it is is a warning light red or amber red (laughs) or amber red means you don't have time to pray you better figure it out quickly (laughs) amber means you have a little time to pray and go get to solving the problem right but the thing is that's the mindset light goes off Find solution. Yes. You know, you said you earlier you've got some strategies that you were going to share with people or some components. Um, do you want to share some of those? And then I know that'll take a little bit. And then we'll go and, you know, I know there are some people here that they're, at, you know, they're asking some questions and stuff. And if you yeah. have questions, start filling in. Do you want to share some of these, you know, some sure. couple tools that people can use today? I mean, there's so much good content that you've already talked about, <laughs> but I mean, I'm like taking, like I get these mental, you know, notes and I got notes in my paper here, but um, do you want to share a few of some of those things that people can really start using even today? Yeah. And for those of you that have some questions, throw your questions out because if I have some time, I may be able to pick one or two people and, and, and do a process with you <clears throat> and everybody can get to watch what you may enjoy. Um, I don't have a lot of time to go into this particular strategy, but I'm going to share with you a strategy that I use to this very day, and it is the most powerful strategy on helping you to lead your feelings and not be a slave to them. So if we know that we're programmed to be a leader of our feelings, not I'm sorry, to be a slave of our feelings, not a leader, we need something to counteract the normal negative human behavior. 
All right, so I'll get to that in just a moment, what that particular one is. What I want to get to now is we need to know every time that you get a negative belief or something negative that happens to you, you need to instantly have something, a belief or a story to counteract it, instantly. So the moment something negative happens to me, it is reflex to me to instantly go into create a new story, create a new perception right away, instantly, hmm. right away. Now, there are times, because I'm human, that I'm not able to do that. In other words, if I try to change the story, but the story doesn't change. How do you know you bought into a story when you say it and feel it? How do you know you bought a belief? It's important that you know how you buy a belief, because for every belief you act on, you get a result. And if you're after results, which I'm assuming that's why we're all here, we need to know the stories that get us the results that we're getting, because if the results are not in harmony with our goals, we need to change the belief. So if you've changed the belief, how do you know you've changed it? When you say it and you feel it. So then, with that being said, if you have a feeling of rejection, the belief that you need to buy into is this. The belief is, when my feelings are not in harmony with my goals, ignore my feelings. Let me repeat that. When my feelings are not in harmony with my goals, ignore my feelings. All right? Now, what does that mean? What that means is when you get a negative feeling, you will do two things. When you get a positive feeling, you will do one of two things. Listen closely. You're either going to ignore it or you're going to reward it. Here. So, ignore it. So that people often ask me is, um, well, how do I ignore it? You do opposite of how you did to reward it. That's the answer. So I want you to see about how many times, um, how many times do you reward a feeling that's negative that you don't even realize you're doing it? It's often. So stop and think about that because if you reward your negative feelings all the time, you don't stop with regards to looking at the light and going, oh my goodness, there's a light problem, there's a light problem. You just go into the light problem and go, there's an emergency, there's an emergency, you just freak out about it. You can't do that, you've got to ignore it. So if you're in the cockpit and you're freaking out, you've got to ignore that right away. Because if you don't ignore it, you're going to reward it, and what are you going to do? You're going to freak out some more. And then what's the problem going to do? It's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Make sense? I lost you. Audio. My, my thing was free. Yeah, people are saying yes, 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 all the thank you daily. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. Oof. So um, is there anything else you want to share, or do you want to get into some talking to people? Let's get into some Q&A a little bit, and um, that way we can kind of see how we can apply this information. So what I love about the Q&A, and by the way, 
if you're if you're if you're willing to volunteer a question, um, if I get ten people with the same question, I may answer the question ten different ways because we have ten different personalities with ten different things that they've experienced. So with that being said, I typically do not like to answer questions of people I'm not able to interact with because I need intel from you to figure out why you're thinking this way. Okay? So what that means is if you have a webcam, we're going to bring you on. If we don't, we will unmute you so you and I can interact a little bit. Yes. So um, well, I've got Terry asked a question. Uh, let's see. Ooh, Debbie's got a really good one. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Hold on a second there. Let me see what we got. Um, da, 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 da. I can't see those questions for some reason, and I'm not able to communicate with anybody outside let, of the panel. Let me look. Okay. So if I'm able to get access to... There, check now. Oh, Mary Shable's here. <laughs> Mary, 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 my buddy Mary. Yay, she's here. Okay, now you should be able to see it, Gary. I got everybody now. <laughs> I got everybody. <laughs> Let's go. All right, let me look at some of these questions. All right, do we have anybody throwing some questions out? Yes. You know, um, yeah, we uh, Sheila... Fitzpatrick's got a really good one. And then Debbie Cram right below that. Just, just okay. down a little bit. It's, Debbie, I'm trying to find Debbie. Debbie Cram, yes, I see Debbie. It's 7.35. That's when that came through. All right. Let me look. Uh, let me click the question. Bear with me. Bear with me, everybody, because I, I, I don't want, I mean, I really want to do this right and real. So I want to read the question. So I can look at it to see if this is something that I can work with, and then that way everybody can benefit. So give me just 15 seconds. Put the little timer up. Okay, yes. Let, let's see if we can unmute Debbie. And then as we unmute Debbie, Jen, let's, um, let's get her questions. So let's see if we can unmute her. Debbie, you Debbie are, gonna... you're live, girl. If you're you're ready, you're unmuted. Are you there, Debbie? Debbie. Come on, Debbie. We gotta get you on here. She's unmuted. She should be able to talk. I think if her phone wasn't working that way. Debbie, Debbie Cram. Come on, Debbie, you're up. If not, we'll move forward to the next person. But I, oh. oh let's get another person. And um, let's get another person. And if Deb can get back on, we'll get her back on. Let's get another question and so we can keep the ball going, okay? Yeah, you know, she's, um, on, the, she's on the phone. That's what happened. So she's, she'll be back. But go ahead. Go pick another person. Okay. You want to try it? Let me, let, me, let me look at Sheila's. Been working and talking to my son. I'm trying to get out of the panic mode. Uh, Sheila doesn't have an actual question, um, but if it comes into a question, we can take it. Jen, do you see any others? Yes. Um, let's go down. And for those of you who have more questions, please keep going. Terry says, how do you move past the fear of failure? All right, let's bring her on. Okay, Terry, let me find you there. You better be ready to chat. Oh, Terry, 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 there you are, Terry. 
Okay. I, li- I like also Maya's, um, I like Maya's uh, question as well, if we can get Maya next. Sure. Oh, Terry, I'm having a hard time hitting your button, girl. I love Maya's question. I can, I can, I can rewire that one real quick. Let me do Terry real quick, and then we'll move over to Maya. Okay. Terry, are you uh, there? I don't think she's. Her microphone's not working. Oh, she's self-muted. Terry Ariola. Okay. We gotta go. You guys, we have so many good questions that we can't talk to you. We gotta fix your microphones. Okay, let's go back to uh, Maya. Maya, we're going to you, girl. Maya, 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 Maya. I know my alphabet. There she is. Maya, you said you're you're self-muted, Maya. De-self-mute Maya. Hold on, it says Jessica's got a good one, too, so let's. Maya, you should be able to unmute, and I don't know if you need to do the audio pin um, that would be on the, uh, you should be able to just unmute you, though, if you came through the webinar. (laughs) I've never had this many people not be able to talk. Maya, 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 are you, Maya, text me and let me know, are you on the phone, are you on the, here it says, (laughs) she's on the phone. So I sent her the audio pin. Check it, Maya. Enter your pin. So we're just going to play the Jeopardy song. Do, 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 do. All right, we'll get somebody else then. Or right. if we don't get anybody else, I will start answering the question, though it's not the best way to do it. I know we got other questions here, too. Um, hi. Hi, hey. hi. Okay, okay, you're here. Go ahead. <laughs> Hi, it's Maya. Oh, man, I wanted to play my Jeopardy tune. <laughs> All right, Excellent. let's go. Oh, my gosh. Here you rock. It's awesome. Okay, Maya, fire away. What's your question? Um, mine was about having a thought for so long it's become subconscious. Okay. Now, I so can get... My... Go ahead. Do you want to... Do you, okay, so second grade, I was really talented. I had a nun stand me up in front of the class, and all my friends were, yeah, she thinks she's a show-off, and she's whatever. So at 43, I wonder if I think I've moved past it. I don't think I have, and, like, it still creeps in because I just sold a business, and I know that if I would have believed in myself more, I probably would have been way more successful. Okay, um, so... And I'm a baby in Young Living. I'm so, just starting. So, so give me your original question. Um, so I've had that thought for so long, an unworthy oh, type thought. Give me your original that, question, Maya. Um, Sully. That it becomes subconscious. Give me word for word. Bear with me. I'm getting at a point. Give me word for word the question you said to me. Okay. Is a negative thought, is it possible to still have negative thoughts that impact you become subconscious? The answer is yes. Because you've had them for so long. Well, that's a story because you've had it for so long. 
Gotcha. So you have just told yourself, I have this problem because I've had it for so long. Right. Um, okay, so if you don't believe that, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll share an example with you. Um, let's see. I, ha- I have people come to me often that have been um, – I had one lady come to me, and she said she was abused. She started telling me her story. When she was two months old, um, she was abused, and then she was this and this and that. And then I looked at her to when she finished her story, and I said, whoever told that to you lied to you. All of her life that she was abused at two months old. Well, what if, what if she really wasn't and somebody lied to her? She doesn't remember being abused at two months old. Somebody had slapped her hand a bunch or I don't know what it was. Some crazy thing. But my point here is you have to be really careful of the stories you buy into. Now, let's say that that story is true. I believe what you're telling me is true. You have a choice now. Do you want to buy that story and live with that result for the rest of your life? What's your answer? No. Okay. So how would that story keep you from becoming more successful, Maya? Because I have bought into the feeling of unworthiness. Okay. And what, how could you change that story so you don't buy into the feeling of unworthiness? Well, I don't believe my feelings when it comes to rejection. Okay, that would be one way. But if we're not careful, if you don't change the original story, that may only work for a short period of time. I don't know that yet. That's why, that's why that response when my feeling is not in harmony with my goals is you want to be careful how you use it because it might cause you to stuff your feelings under the rug. In this case, I don't know if that's going to be a benefit to you. If you can buy into the fact that, look, if I feel rejected, I'm no longer going to ignore I mean, I'm no longer going to reward this feeling, then that's great. But the other challenge that you have, if you constantly feel that way and you associate it, that's the problem. If you constantly still feel that way and you associate it to that story, then you must change the association of the story. And is it is it possible, humanly possible, to get rid of the story entirely? Good question. (laughs) It is is possible to get rid of the story, but not necessarily the memory. Uh, Gotcha. Example. I had a divorce years ago, and a year later, she's married to this guy. And I drive by my old house, and I say to myself, this guy is in my bed, a bed that I wanted. I wanted this four-poster bed with marble stuff on the four posters and the whole nine yards. And I'm thinking, he's in my house, in my bed. Now, does that story cause me irritation and anger? Uh, If it didn't, you're not human. (laughs) Right? Okay, so it did So now I had to figure out how do I change the story so I get a different result. So I looked for ways. See, here's the thing. If everybody here values success and happiness more than you do now, you will learn to figure this out quicker. Well, we need to change our perception on our memories as well. Like if you have a bad 
association with the memory, then you're just going to go down a rabbit hole of... Absolutely. You know, so your desire to be more successful and happier is going to get you more driven to figure that out. Does that make sense? Yes. So my mode right away is I saw the red light flash in my cockpit that says, he's in my bed in my house, and I'm pissed off. So how do I solve it right away? I go through an arsenal, an inventory of stories that I'm going to see if I can buy into that changes my emotions. So here was the story, and it was brutal and honest, but I needed that. This is where we have to take responsibility. The story was, Gary, who signed the paper? So whose house is it, and whose bed is it? Instantly changed my whole emotional state. I'm done with the story. No problem. Moved on. Wow. Cool. But if I'm not willing and if I'm not in the mindset of accepting responsibility, I can't change to that story. Totally. So my question to you is now, how could you change that story or how can you change the association? Now, if I wish I had you face-to-face -face because I could work with you even deeper, but I don't. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I think that honestly – a lot of that story is what I heard my mom repeat to other people. And I think stop, that I need... What's the story? Repeat the story for me. Uh, oh, that I was in second grade and a nun stood me, stood me up in front of the class and they all badmouthed me and basically shamed me for being talented because I would perform at the school. Okay. It, yeah. So there's a whole drama associated with it. So I need to take responsibility for really what my story is and what my feelings are, if I can at least move forward with it in some okay. capacity. So here, here, here's, a, here's, a, here's a counteractive story for you. You can see my video? I can see you. What does that say? Stop. Hold it. I can't push is it, it backwards? forward a little more. It, oh, yeah. Okay, it says, so what? Oh, <laughs> Totally. It can so, be that simple. It can be that simple. I love it. So you have a story that somebody made fun of you because you're talented. So what? Right. You just now, use that on me, and I use that on other people. So There you go. Too. That's the other thing you can do. You can disassociate yourself by – see, the, the reason you have a challenging time taking your own advice is because we are associated to the emotion. We're connected to the emotion. So how I solve a lot of my problems, Maya, is I will say to myself, and this takes a level of mental evolving, if you will. <coughs> Excuse me. I will say to myself, okay, here's my problem. If I came to me for advice, removing the emotion, what would the answer be? Oh, and my gosh. nine times out of ten, you're going to be right. Now your goal is to follow that new path, and now this is where you ignore the feelings. So you gave yourself the advice. The advice is, so what? If yep. you don't buy into it, what can we do to buy into it? So this is your new path. So what? That would be one simple way. Now I could go into deeper by you know, changing your picture and how you associate and so forth. But if the so what's enough that works for you, the thing is, you could take so what, and if you buy that belief very strongly, you can use it for 50 other problems that you have in your life. Uh, yes. So now... I don't, have, I don't have 50 problems, but thanks. <laughs> I meant three problems, so excuse me for that. No, I'm, I'm totally joking. I'm totally joking. Yeah. 
So my, my goal now for you is if you looked at that and said, so what, how can you apply so what today? Well, that just that gives me fire right away. Just the just so what is going to move me forward in a direction. So, okay, yeah. what now? So this is where when we spoke earlier, this is when we talk about creating an extraordinary life with lasting results. Yes. How would it change you now? That's what I want to know. I want to know when we hang up here, what's going to happen after. So tell I me. Yeah, if let's say I do have a disappointment or I have a rejection, I really believe that I go back into that story and I'm not going to go back into that story because I'm going to say so what and I'm going to continue moving forward with positive action. Like bear picking up the phone and Hold on, bear with yeah. me. Time out. Time out. Okay. I don't want you to say I'm not going to go back into that story. You might go in that story. I would rather you not go back in the story, but what if you do? You're going to say what? So what? There you go. And you said the most brilliant thing, and then you're going to take what? Action. That's it. Then, now remember, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to eliminate rejection for the rest of your life at that moment. But what it means now is you've taken your mental rubber band and you've stretched it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now if you feel a little bit more rejection, you ignore the feelings, go back, so what, no big deal, go again, and why do you want to put yourself through this? Then you've got to focus on your goals. So when my feelings, what feelings? My negative feelings, when they're not in harmony with my goals, ignore my feelings. So you need to know what your goals are. If you don't focus on your goals, you will not be driven to ignore your feelings, and you'll just say this is a bunch of bullcrap. Right. All right. The other thing that I want you to also do is remember when it comes to making phone calls, if you do this enough to hate it, let's say you do this today, you make one phone call, you feel rejected, you don't make another phone call till Thursday, you've got four days to listen to your negative crap go in your head. You've got to learn to massively attack. And when I mean massively attack, my I mean massively attack. If you look at my ears, and this is not a birth defect, all right, you'll notice my left ear is closer to my head than my right ear. And the reason it is, is years ago when I started this business, we had real phones, those big clunky things that you put against your ear, and I made so many friggin' phone calls every single day to get the rejection out of my system, it literally pushed my ear closer to my head. So I try to do this as much as I can to counteract it. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> it's like wrestler ear. <laughs> right? But they're not so puffy. Okay? So my point in telling you this, if you want to knock this out, now that you've laid the foundation right, now you've got to go in and attack. So you've got to figure out, okay, this is mental boot camp now. What can I do to make five phone calls in 15 minutes? What can I do to make 50 phone calls in 50 minutes? What can I, I can literally sit in a hotel or my house for two days straight, not go outside for a break, and make hundreds of phone calls. And that's probably a big clue as to why I might be pretty successful. See my point? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. So we're going to repeat now. You're going to tell me if this happens, you're going to do this, what your goal is, how you're going to look at it, how you're going to continue forward, et cetera, et cetera. Explain it to me, because if you can't explain it to me, you can't explain it to you. Right. So my goal, mm -hmm. um, 
I want to be a millionaire in five years. Okay. So what does that make in one year? What do you need to make this year to make that happen? Mm, gosh, 45 to 50. A month? No, a year. 45 to 50,000? Yeah. Well, you're going to need to make more than that to make a million in a year consistently. But let's okay. say, let, let's say, and I don't like the I'm way you said it. I'm bad at math. Did, did, you, did, you, did you say, did you see how reluctant you were to that number? Correct, yes. Tell me why. Did that, now if I saw you, I could figure it I out. Don't believe, I don't believe it. Here's the deal. I, I ask you that. Very good. Okay. So here's what I want you to do, Maya. I, I, I want you to think million dollars, okay? Okay, but yes. You need to realize that to get to a million dollars, we got to start with 500 a month. 5,000 a month. 6,000 a month. So put the million dollars out there. But what can we do now? What's the activity today to get a thousand a month or a thousand a week? That's where you need to focus on because if you can't even get to that, you're not going to believe you can do that. And if you can't believe you can do that, you're sure as heck ain't going to believe in a million dollars. And that's why I. So question, I'll make a thousand. I'll make a thousand dollars in July. I will. That's what I want. That's what I want to hear. Now, what's the activity to make that? Then once you start doing that, you can start patting yourself on the back. Oh, that makes sense. This was the activity necessary to make a thousand. I want to do two thousand. Well, let's double the activity, et cetera, et cetera. Now it becomes more believable, and that's why I asked you the question because, and I asked you why did you respond that way because I got the reading from you that you really didn't believe that. So now let's make it a little smaller so we can make it believable. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So when you feel rejected, what are you going to do? Uh, say so what. Right? And move forward. Define move forward. Take action. Define take action. Uh, pick up the phone, send an email, connect with That's someone. How many phone calls do you think you're going to need to make and what's the purpose of the phone calls? How many phone calls should you be making in a day? Do you do this part-time or full-time? Um, I do it anytime. So, anytime. yeah. So you, you are able to do this full-time, correct? Yeah, correct, yes. Okay, so how many calls should you be able to do in a day? At least five. Okay, great. Now, if you work for me, you have to do 60. If you don't do 60 in the next three or four days, I have to let you go, and I'm not kidding you. Oh, well, I, I won't stand for that, so I'll make 60. <laughs> okay, very good. So I want you to think, I want you to understand that five is not enough. Five should be done in about 30 minutes. To be honest with you, I won't be so soft on you. Five should be done in about five to ten minutes. Okay, sounds good. Okay. So if you're going to say you're going to make 20 calls, don't make 20 calls in a day. I want you to make 20 calls in one hour. I would rather you do one hour's worth of work in an hour than convincing yourself because you're on the mental clock for eight hours where you're only really doing one hour's worth of work. I'd rather work for one hour. I exactly. like to work smarter, not harder. <laughs> well, no, I want you to work smarter, harder. Okay, fine. Because you're going to yes. need to do that to make a million dollars. Okay, will do. Okay. Great question, and thank you so much for participating. Well done. Give everybody no, thank a you. high five. Yeah, that was <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Maya. All right, mute that girlfriend. All right, Gary, now we're at 8 o'clock. Are we, do you want to talk to people and 
show them where they can get more stuff. Like, yeah, okay. No, I appreciate that. And if you want to maybe do, oh, you got my book. You're so sweet. You're so kind. I do. I've, um, re- I've, I've read it too, you guys. I've read it. And she's actually read it. Go figure. All right, I'm going to send a link to everybody right now. I have a bundle, and this is just for Young Living people, okay? You'll see where it says um, Young Living there, YL, all right? So if you click that link, what you'll do is you will see a price of $199, okay? And also, some of you, if you're interested in hanging with me for five days in the Berry Islands, you can do that. And then I do offer some complimentary coaching once in a while. If I'm not available, okay, I can put you up with somebody on my team. And I will hold some of this up for about 24 hours. Oh, also, um, this is an event that I'm going to be doing. This one says Tampa, but we've got Tampa and St. Cloud. Let me change that St. Cloud. I think it's St. Cloud. That that is a... Yes. Yes, St. Cloud is in August. Um, I can't, the, the link didn't go through, Gary. And do you want me to give you the screen so that you can show them your screen? In just a moment, yes. No, no links came through? No, the link did not come through. Monty said it, and I didn't see the link either. All righty. Is the, is the audience seeing the link at all? Yeah, you see, he just sees, yeah, no, it should come through in this chat box. Right. Okay, let, bear with me one second, bear with me. And if we want to start taking some more uh, questions, we can do that too. Yeah, I've, I've got, I think Terry's hanging in the wings. She got her phone to work. Terry's hanging in the wings. Let's bring her up. While I'm trying to get these links for you guys, let's bring it up. Terry, you unmuted before, Terry. Now I don't want to know You got to unmute yourself, Terry. Because she unmuted for a second. It's when we had some background noise. Okay. Let me make a text and get some links here for you. Terry, Terry, Terry. Oh. Her little microphone went somewhere. Can we still get Link her? is found in chat under announcements. So it's under the chat now, Jen. Yeah, hey Terry. Hey. So you guys look at your chat box, and you'll see Gary's all of Gary's links in there. And I will tell you, get to the, for sure, get to the one in Minnesota because there's going to be a lot of us there, and it's going to be super awesome. So there's that's that. probably going to be eighty percent Young Living. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Okay. Thanks to my, I think my president of my fan club, Malia there. Okay, so we got another question coming? Yeah, Terry's uh, live on the line with us now. Terry, are you there? Terry, you're really loud. I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, go ahead, Terry. I'm here, Jen. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, go ahead. Terry. Yeah, you my question. How do I get past the, the fear of failure? All right. So what's your definition of failure? I guess not hitting the goal or being successful with what I started out to, to achieve. Okay. And what did you start to achieve? Say I want to have a certain number of people at a class 
um, and they, I either have a no-show or I don't have the amount of people that I wanted or they don't actually take action and enroll. Okay, and then what's the problem? So then I wind up procrastinating and not doing more classes because I feel like what's the use? It won't happen or, you know, it, I won't be successful again. No one will come. Okay, and what's your goal? The goal would be to have at least five people with three to five that enroll. What's your big goal? Give me a monthly goal, two-month goal out. Uh, Two-month goal out, I'd like to hit uh, silver and be making at least 2000 4000 a month. Okay, two to 4000 a month. So every time you have that fear and you reward the fear, you'll never make that goal. Does that make sense? Right. How bad do you want that goal? Um, I need to do this to quit my current position. How bad do you want to quit your current position? I got to quit. My hands won't keep going. <laughs> I physically okay. can't more. So here's what I want you to think. I want you to be thinking every time you have this feeling of fear, right, you need to be thinking about the negativity of not ever making a change in your life unless you break through this fear. You've got to break through your story. Your story is one that's not effective for you. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes sense. So every time that you think about moving ahead and you decide you're not going to or you've got some story going on or whatever it is, the problem that you're going to have is if you buy into that story, you will not get to that next level. So you need to associate a couple things. You need to associate that every time that you decide to make a phone call and you go, well, you know, they're not going to show up anyway, you need to stop right away and say, but wait a minute, how bad do I need to quit my job? There is no way around this, okay? And understand that if you buy into the fear on a consistent basis, the fear will obviously win. What you need to do is you need to really make sure you recommit to your goals, everybody, because if you recommit your goals and you're really serious about those goals, what's going to happen to you is by being very committed to those goals, you're going to learn to ignore that self-talk. The story that you gave yourself, Terry, was, what was that story? Your story was, um, tell, me, tell me the story again, Terry. The story was, if I do this, nobody will show up anyway. What was the story? Right. If I go to the trouble of, of doing all this work and nobody's going to show up anyway, everybody's too busy. Right. Okay. So that story, now listen closely, everybody. Your brain will validate all your beliefs, right or wrong. Now, here is the wisdom and the power of this. Your brain will validate everything, whether it's right or wrong. So with your story that goes like this, Terry... Why bother? Because if I do a class, nobody will show up. So if I do a class and nobody does show up or if one person shows up, here's what happens. Your brain goes, see, I told you so. So now your brain is telling you, see, I told you so. The last thing that you want to do now is go make another phone call 
because if you make another phone call and nobody shows up, you're going to validate it by, see, I told you so. See how dangerous that is? Yes. Extremely dangerous. I had one lady, she had a belief for what that was. Well, you know, the reason she was not doing well is the economy wasn't doing well where she was living. So she said the economy was bad. Again, your brain is going to validate all your beliefs, whether they're right or wrong. So if she has a client and she says to the client, it's going to cost you X dollars, the moment the client says, well, the economy isn't good and I don't have the money, her brain will go, yep, there you go. So that means I'll never increase my price. Why call more people? Because if I call more people, they're just going to all tell me the economy is bad. A pure, perfect setup for failure. Make sense? Yes, makes sense. Okay. So does this help you at all? Yes, it does. Just recommitting to my goals, and then every time I get that feeling, um, just remember how bad I need to quit my job and right. just forward. Yes. Ignore the feeling and watch for the story. Everybody listening and watching, learn to identify your negative stories. That story is not conducive for your success of $2,000 a month, right, Terry? Right. So if, if we have a story that's not conducive to our success, we need to ignore the story. And learn to be a master, everybody. Everybody, learn to be a master of your stories. Okay? Does that help? Yes, very much. Thank you. Okay, very good. And we'll bring, yeah, there's Miss Jen back. And for those of you who would like to do a complimentary coaching with myself or somebody on my team, every so often I offer a free coaching call with myself. If I'm not available due to my scheduling, somebody on my team can help you out. Just go to my website, GaryCox.com with the E at the end. Don't forget the E, GaryCox.com forward slash coach me free, coach me free. And fill out your information. If you know for sure you want to hire me, just put that in the application and, you know, we'll make sure we get you in there. But uh, fill out that information and I'll learn a little bit about you. And this is for people who are really serious. If you're, if you're ready to get to that next level and I can help you out on the, on the psyche part and the skill part, fire away with us on that. Cool. That's super cool. I was looking, trying to find um, the people, if they want to come to the St. Paul, St. Cloud event, it, that's the one yes. that's underneath the um, uh, Beyond First Class, correct? Yeah, that's Staying Condition for Success. Okay, that's here the event. That's Staying Condition for Success. You'll see two options. Um, when you scroll down right there, you'll see the Minneapolis option and the Florida option. Okay, got it. I wanted to pull that up so people could see that. No, thank you. Thank you for doing that. But real quickly, an emphasis with regards to Terry, one of the biggest dangers our brain gives us, it will validate all of our beliefs, everybody, right or wrong. And if you have a story that is not in harmony or not conducive to your success, every time something happens to prove in your brain that you're right, even the story sucks, your brain's going to validate it. And you're going to be beaten up every single time. For example, I make so many phone calls. And I know at times I tick people off. I know that. And if I make a phone call and somebody picks up the phone and says, I am so sick and tired of you calling me, <laughs> I ignore that. 
Because if I don't ignore it and use it to validate, oh my gosh, maybe I called too many times. What do you think I'm going to do? I'm going to be gun shy now every time I call. Yeah. Every single time. In fact, I'll give you a perfect example. While with this was going on, I got a text from a company. I'll show you the text. The text says, you're not going to believe this. This is the friggin' coolest thing ever. The text says, we are good to go. This is a billion-dollar company. I have been beating on their door for at least 10 years that I can think of. 10 years. I would text this. In fact, the guy that pulled the trigger, I would text this man. I, I mean, let, me, let, me, let me show you this. I'm going to count how many times I text this guy. Here's a, here's, oh, my gosh. No, they're doing a reload. Here's a text. Uh, Checking back with you. Checking back. Uh, Want to call for more info. Sent you an email. Still nothing. Hey, so-and-so. Checking in with you. Anything finalized. Still nothing. Hey, so-and-so. I just cut and pasted. Here's another one. Hey, so-and-so. I mean, I'm going over and over and over. The thing is, my goals are so big. I believe so much in what I do and the value I have for people that that far suppresses my negative stories of what other people might think about me if I upset them. And never forget this, everybody. 80% of your sales are made between the 5th and 12th attempt. Now, I'm not saying, you know, 12 times in one day, and I will do this 12 times in one day to some people. I do a lot of business to business, so I know it's a little different. Uh, consumer to, a business to consumer may be a little different as well. Maybe you're not going to do 12 over three days. Maybe it's over 12 months or six months. And I use conversations. I, I do stuff like this. Hey, I know you're busy. I've been trying to get back to you. If you're no longer interested, if you could give me the courtesy of letting me know, this way I won't be wasting both of our times. Thank you so much with a big smiley face. And eight times out of ten, I get somebody to respond because, oh, no, no, Gary, I'm so sorry. I've been so busy. Call me next week. I had one guy right here. I'll, I'll show it to you here. And, and I'm telling you this because these are the things that you must do in order to be incredibly successful. I've got one guy who works for a billion-dollar company. I'm wanting him to come to, to this event, and I, I text him. Uh, I've got one, two, three, four, four, I think about four texts and three phone calls before he finally responded. Check this out. Call me next week. I'm traveling right now and taking off for another flight. I'm not trying to ignore you, but you've just called at times where I can't answer. Yep. What if everybody, what if you believed everybody was going to text you a message like that? How would you operate differently? I believe everybody's going to text me that way, or their phone has fallen in the toilet, or somebody stole it from them, and they just can't get back right away. And do you know what? If somebody gets ticked off with me, I will say that. Hey, Bob, I'm so sorry. Or, Jen, I'm so – I didn't mean to bug you, Jen. I didn't know if your phone fell in the toilet. I'll do a little laughter. And some of them will laugh back, and I say, look, I, you know, I'm on the same page. We're all in this together. I just didn't know if you were there or not. And, hey, if you're not interested, no problem. I just wanted to find out. See, some of you will create false hope. You'll create false hope that you won't give somebody an ultimatum text like that because you'd rather the false hope of maybe they're interested than just getting a no and moving on. We call it the can't handle the truth text, all right? <laughs> Sometimes you can't handle the truth of somebody just telling you, no, get out of my face. So I will put that there. I say, look, if you want me to get out of your face or want me to fall off the face of the earth, please let me know with a big smiley face. I'm not trying to be, you know, rude or arrogant or whatever. I do it with a little bit of fun and a smiley face. 
And sometimes they'll come back and say, oh, Gary, no, I'm so sorry. Or some of them will say, yeah, I'm not interested anymore. Okay, great. Now I know. I'll go to the next one. This is the mindset you need to have to be really crazy successful. And that's the same thing that you're doing is the same thing for us. It's no different. And that's truly what it takes, you guys. You know, I'm, I'm looking at you guys like your name's on the computer here, but that's really the truth. It's absolute truth. You can't say, oh, she said no, or, you know, they blew me off on the follow-up or anything like that. I mean, you're exact, you're, you're doing a, you're, your example is exactly what people need to be doing, for, even for our business. Oh, yeah. And, and, and I'm telling you, you got two choices, everybody. You can be passive and poor. <laughs> or and tick people off. So Trust me. Passive and poor, what was the other one? You can be passive and poor or persistent and prosperous but tick people off. <laughs> so you can sit there and be passive and call 10 people in a year. Out of the 10 people, somebody's not going to like you. They brought Jesus Christ up on Trump charges. They killed Gandhi. So if you think you have to be accepted by everybody, you got to clean that out of your head first because if you don't clean that out of your head, you'll have a problem with this all the time. You see how this all works, right? I don't want to be poor. I don't like poverty. I like to have money. I love what money can do. I love to be able to give and help people out. I love to be able to attain things, all right? So if you're going to be persistent, you're going to tick people off. I have had a company send me a cease and desist order. I'm okay with that. A billion-dollar company just sent me a cease and desist order. It's been a couple of years now. I think I probably should start calling them back again. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm not saying your goal is to, to bug people or upset people, but I, do you know of any successful person that, that because of their success, people hated on them? Oh, you're going to have haters. And if you can't handle it, it's too bad. You're not going to succeed. You're going to have haters. I tell my team before I go on every TV show, I, I put an email out to my team. Hey, we're going to do this TV show. It airs next three Thursday at 3 o'clock. I don't want to hear about the haters. Because mm -hmm. years ago when I get on TV, somebody would cut and paste, this person said this bad thing about you. I don't care. What I've learned is I put myself out there so much, I get the haters, and I've got used to it now. It's just not a big deal. But if you're not willing to put yourself out there because you're afraid of somebody might say something to you or might hurt your feelings, you either better change it or go back to the nine to five. Yep. And that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Hmm. So go take people off and live your dreams. Absolutely. Oh, that's super cool. Whew, this was so good, Gary. It's like, it's so good. It's so good. I cannot wait for your event. And everybody, for those of you going to convention, he's going to be at Aroma Share. I totally almost spaced on that, and like almost everybody is still here. So, Aroma Share on Tuesday and Wednesday, Gary is going to be there, and he's got a booth, and he's also doing some of the little breakout sessions during that time. So, go meet him. Go talk to him. He's That's why he's there. Like, you just got to go, just saying. Like, you also got to come see us as well. <laughs> but I'm going to come see you. you gotta, yeah, he's going to be over in our booth because we're super cool. I don't know. We're in the separate. We're in the separate rooms. Though. I think you're in the big room, and we're in the little room. But well, it's kind of. They're all big, actually. There's so many people there, but you have to stop and go to the Aroma Share, which is at the Hilton, and get, you know, get get some one-on-one -on -one time with Gary. That's it's going to be a great opportunity. Yeah, I would love to meet you. And also, the the program that we're offering that you'll see on one of the links for one ninety nine. If you go on my website, 
It's like 400 and something dollars or $500 at the bottom price on my website if you got it individually, okay? In fact, um, that, that program is the, the program that we offered at Sonia's event years ago, and my normal programs are like $700, and Sonia beat me up like she would not stop. Now, we need something less expensive than that. I want something around $200, so we did it, and we've kept it ever since. So there you have it for you guys. So thanks, Sonia. Yeah, she's, oh, man, she's amazing. What a super, awesome. super person. So, all right. Well, I think that's what, I, is there anything else you have, Gary? Oh, I could keep you here for days, so I don't <laughs> want to take that much of your time. You're so funny. You know, it's because you're passionate and you really um, care for people. And you, you, you as I was noticing, for, it's like a third-party, you know, onlooker, as we've gone on, your energy level gets more and more, the more, you know, when you start talking to people and you start, you know, helping them and it's like you just, it's like supercharges you, you know. It does. You know, my, my life's purpose is to remove the pain from people's lives. And if you live with pain, you can't live with pleasure. No. And I've been through so much pain. I can relate to your pain, even though it may not be the same, but pain is pain, pain is pain. And you want to learn to let that go because when you let that go, you have a very powerful thing that's called emotional freedom. And when you experience emotional freedom, you can keep going and you too can have one air closer to your head than the other. Mm. That's what emotional freedom can do for you. Yeah. It just makes you go, go, go. You don't worry about the little crap. It's just not there. And when you don't have emotional freedom, you can't have great relationships. You just can't have control. So I invite you to learn how to master that. And that, that's what we talk about at the event that I'll be doing in St. Cloud for two days. You'll watch people just transform one after another for two days. Boom, 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 boom. For two days, you'll watch those transformations. And it's all designed to remove the pain. Because if we remove the emotional pain from ourselves, then we don't have the blockage. So when we say that we want to do something, we don't have all these head battles going on. You know, we just keep doing it. And there's just nothing like that freedom. And it's just incredible to have. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's fantastic. And people don't realize... Um, that talk that they are doing and even it's almost like a little it's like a little chatter up here in the side you know yeah <laughs> it's like blah 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 you know and it can come and go so fast often we didn't we don't even realize what just happened so true. you know it's like so true it, but it still impacts us oh i'm not going to make those calls today i'll do them tomorrow or like you said you know i'll do a couple yeah. calls today <laughs> i worked really hard i did i did like 10 calls last month right exactly <laughs> Yeah, it's so good. All right. Um, are you, are we done, or is there anything else you want to do tonight, Gary? It's up to you. I have no wife, no life. I don't have no wife, no life. Do you have a dog or a cat or a fish? No dog, no cat. I have fish in the pond. I catch them every so often, but I don't think that counts. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yes, Gary will be at Aroma Share Tuesday and Wednesday, Diane. Everybody says that. So thank you. I will, Go I will ahead. look for that. Yeah. yeah, and if I see you, if I see you um, please let me know that you were on this call with Jen and myself, please. Yeah, that would be cool. There was, we, we had quite a few people on here today. Um, uh, Gary, Jen asks, uh, what if I'm afraid of my physical limitations that they'll continue as, my, as my, I work towards my goal? 
uh, because she said she had, you know, a, a stroke and that fear of that stroke of limiting her is really getting in the way. Well, I want to be balanced in how I answer that without you taking it personally, but there's a reason I wear, I, I have these wristbands that we offer on our website. And what was that lady's name, Jen? Her name was Jen as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And I have this wristband that reads, wherever I'm at, I'm not at my potential. Hmm. We are stronger than we give ourselves credit for. So whenever we tell ourselves wherever we're at, we're not at our potential, when you think physically you can't do any more, you may be able to stretch. When you think mentally you can't go any more, wherever you're at, you're not at your potential. So possibly use that. The other thing is, is when we have a challenge like you have, if you're not careful, it's easy for your brain to use that as a way of justifying limited performance, okay? And I'm not attacking you by any means, okay? So uh, without me chit-chatting with you, I don't know much about you, but watch out for your stories. They will limit us, okay? And you might be able to do way more than you give yourself credit to because of how you're rewarding some of your stories that you're giving yourself, Jen, okay? Yeah, we got to be so careful of those stories. And I know quite a few people that tell their stories, Gary, over and over. Hi, I'm Jen, and I had yep. this happen. And, you know, right. so-and-so, and I had, you know, sometimes when I, I, I talk to people, I hear the same story for the 20th time, and I've heard all of the stories again and again and again, and I'm like, they keep reliving it. Is that like an addiction, or like what is the deal with that? Like a, well, that's a, that's a really good question, Jen. Is it an addiction? You know, for some people, see, we all have a desire to feel recognized and significant, right? So for some people, the only way they can do that is to get attention with their stories that are ridiculous, mm -hmm. that don't get them results. And that's what they use, and that becomes their identity, and that's how they get attention and if they change their identity, they're afraid of losing that attention because of a new identity. And some people get caught in that. And if you get caught in that, you're not going to make a change until you're willing to let that identity go. Mm, that's so profound. Yeah. That's so and you've got to be honest with yourself to realize, am I one of those people? I mean, there's just people that just like drama because that's the only way they know how to get attention. And unfortunately, it's unhealthy attention. And some people use drama. Well, you know, every time I call somebody, I always get a no. And I... I, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And they have, like you said, the same story over and over. Well, after a while, you're just doing it for attention. Or if you're not, you're just not serious enough about your business because you figure it out that sooner or later, the story is not getting you a paycheck. Hmm. You know, I had another quick question. This one might, this person um, asks, what if I know that I am supposed to ignore my feelings? So this person is conscious of it, but they uh -huh. keep, but they still are staying stuck. Like, you know, it's like... Stuck in the feeling? Um, they're stuck in from moving forward. I'd have to I'd have to interact with that person to give them a, a real answer that's going to fit for their need. Okay, yeah. Because I, I don't know what they're stuck in and okay. why they're stuck. All right, yeah, she doesn't have a mic on her phone. So, I was yeah, we, so in a case... And see, this is 
is why, friends, I'm, I'm not into the pump up rah-rah stuff. I, I, I very, I'm very reluctant about answering a question for somebody like that because I don't know what they're stuck in. And if they tell me what they're stuck in, I don't know what the root of it is. So if I could figure out what the root of it is, then we can help her figure out where the core of the problem might be or the negative association and then work on that and then solve the problem. You know, there's a good one here. Jessica asks, I'm addicted to learning but afraid to succeed. I need help moving forward out of that learning into action. No, you're just using learning as an excuse. I'm going to be honest. I mean, I don't know that, but if I spoke to her, that's what I would say. You're using learning as an excuse. So maybe it is a fear of, of success or something like that, but what you should be doing is you, sh you should have a fear of not having any money in your bank account. <laughs> Yeah. And then I would find out, what's your story? Well, most people, they have paralysis by analysis. They have to analyze everything. That is their way of saying, I'm just not wanting to do this, and I'm not really serious right now. Because if you were serious about this, like I, I could take one of your products, know nothing about it, and if somebody asks me a question, some of you think, well, I, I, I just don't know. What if I don't know the answer? Right. So yeah. what? I know Jessica. I just put, I just unmuted her, Gary. If you want to chat with her, yeah, let's do it. Jessica, what's the question? Thank you for getting on the hot seat. Um, well, I've been stuck at the same level for a year. I really resonated with what you're saying that uh, doing limited things, but then believing that you're doing a lot, but uh, having the fear that you don't want to reach out to people because they might tell you off. You know? Right. <laughs> um, so what's your question? My question is uh, how I can move forward because I'm, I'm like, oh, I should do videos. I should make calls. But the, the fact, thought of doing that is like, oh, overwhelming and scary. Um, All right. So let me, let me tell you one word you're using. I never want you to ever use it again. Yes. Burr. Everybody on here, get rid of the stupid word overwhelmed in your category, in your, in your language. Get rid of overwhelmed. Get rid of it. Never use it again. Okay. Because if you're overwhelmed, no wonder you don't do any more because if you did more, you'd become more what? Overwhelmed. Yeah. So why do I want to overwhelm myself some more? I never use the word overwhelmed. Now, you'll hear me use it in my sales copy because everybody else uses it and they shouldn't mm -hmm. be using it. Okay. So if you feel overwhelmed, no wonder you don't do videos. No wonder you don't do anything because I'm overwhelmed, and if I do something else, I'm going to be more overwhelmed. Who wants that? Right. Okay. Okay. So number one, remove the word overwhelmed. Okay? Mm -hmm. What's your next question? Well, give me the original question again. Uh, my, my question is I just have a, a fear that I'm going to be rejected if I put myself out there that people okay, aren't going to. Okay, right here. Jessica, you are yes. going to be rejected. You are. Okay. You are. <laughs> I got people tell me I am the biggest bunch of BS full of crap. Okay, got it. Thank you. So don't worry about it. If you're worried about somebody's going to be, you're going to be rejected by somebody, you're, you're, yeah, you're absolutely right. And it's also <laughs> okay. how you look at rejection. See, let me ask you a question. Yes. I'm going to ask me the question, just in comparison, not in a way to, you know, but what would have to happen to you in order for you to feel rejected? What's the answer? What would have to happen to you in order for you to feel rejected? How many phone calls would you have to have? Let's use phone calls. And how many no's would you have to happen, have happened to you for you to feel rejected? 
<laughs> Probably one. Probably um, one. Okay, <laughs> ask, ask me the same question. Uh, how many would you have to have to feel rejected? I would probably have to have about 100 to maybe 200 and all in one day. Maybe. And I might feel rejected then. You were talking about rejections and action, not a feeling. So how do you not react emotionally to these situations and, and feel repeat, more objectively? Repeat the question. How do you what? You were saying that. No, uh, oh, how, okay. Oh, time out. Bear with how, me. Go, how do you re react objectively and not emotionally to a situation? That wasn't the question, sweetie. The no? question okay. was how do I ignore the feeling when I feel rejected or something like that. Uh -huh. So let me ask you the opposite. How do you reward the feeling of being rejected? By telling yourself the story that that's going to happen and that you, you can't accept that? Or okay, that's one thing you do. What else do you do to reward the feeling of, not, of, the feeling of being rejected? Mm, I expect it. I mean... No, you don't make any more phone calls. Right. So, okay, so now, in answer to your question, how do you stop that feeling? What's the opposite of what you just answered me? You just keep going. That's it. So you reward the rejection by not making the phone calls. And everybody asks, well, how do I do the opposite of that? Or how do I not do that? Do the opposite of what you do to reward it. Okay. So you, you do it with breathing. You put your tail between your legs. You get up and sigh, you go on Facebook and complain, whatever it is that we do to reward the negativity. So when you become aware of what that is, now your goal is to do the opposite of it. Here's where behavior is very difficult to change, but I'm going to give you the number one clue in changing your behavior. Okay. Jen, this is one to jot down. Anytime I try to do anything opposite of how I feel, I'm going to feel as if I'm lying. Anytime I try to do anything opposite of how I feel, I'm going to feel as if I'm lying. Okay. So what this means is you've been programmed as a young child, hopefully, not to lie. So when you right. try to do anything opposite of how you feel, in other words, you feel that you feel rejected, I'm going to do opposite of that. I'm going to pick up the phone call. While you're making the phone call, you still feel rejected. Well, kudos for you. That's great because now you're doing opposite of how you feel. Even though you feel as if you're lying, in this case, it's okay to do that because if you don't, you'll reward it. You'll never get on the phone, and you'll never get results. So learn to lie to your feelings. In other words, anytime you do anything opposite of how you feel, you're going to feel as if you're lying. It's okay to lie to your feelings. Okay. And if you don't, what's the other option? To reward it. And if you reward the feeling of being rejected... Do you get results? No. And I don't mean lying in a deceitful way. You know that. I'm talking about lying in a way where you play games with your mind instead of your mind playing games with you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Does that help? Yes. I don't mean to be such a hard nose. <laughs> no, it's good. I want you to get it. I want you to really take this and just use it and apply it and get more results. Okay. But anytime you do anything, she just wrote, Jen wrote it out for us. Anytime you do anything opposite of how you feel, you're going to feel as if you're lying. And it's at that point you got two choices. Go back to the negative crap 
or ignore the feeling and move forward and do opposite of what that negative feeling has been telling you to do. Okay. Okay? So now mm-hmm. this becomes a game. This becomes a mental game for you. Now you're going to learn how to play games with your mind instead of your mind playing games with you. Okay. All right? Yeah. Wow. Thanks, Jessica, for being brave and stepping up. <laughs> oh, I think I've also been kidding myself about what it takes when he was saying you have to make lots of phone calls, not just no. a phone call here and there. Yeah. And see, and that's a good point that you made. That's a very good, honest observation because then what happens is, is if we don't realize it takes that much, we start beating ourselves up. But if we raise our game and say, you know, no, wait a minute, I've got to make 20, 30, 40 and if I'm not getting results with making five, what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. So I look at my company, if I'm doing this and this and I'm only making this much money and I want to make this much more in sales, I can't keep doing the same thing. I've got to do something different. What do I have to do to do something different? So this is all a measuring rod. If, if you make 20 phone calls a day, Jessica, and it makes you X amount of dollars and you're not happy with that, then what do we got to do? We've got to go to 40. 50, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good stuff? Yes, thank really you. Good. Thanks, Jessica. Thanks. I just muted you, Jessica. Wow, Gary, that was awesome. <laughs> it takes, it, you know, it takes something to be in the hot seat, but, you know, whenever I'm on these myself and it's like, do I ask a question, do I not ask a question, it's, it's like, that fear can easily get you, but you're not going to move forward or you're just going to sit there and, you know, love that, um, that feeling, you know, stay, you're not ready to move out of that yeah. feeling. It's just that negative, like that addiction, that self-perpetuating prophecy. Um, yeah. Whew. Well, I think that was a good one to end on. You, what do you think? Yeah. I think everybody's got something to chew on tonight. I know, because <laughs> I scanned some of the other questions, and it all goes back to the same core things that you've been talking about here. So it does. You know, it really does. And what is our story? What are we telling ourselves? What You know, this addiction to our, our feelings and okay feelings. You're okay. I'm going to keep you safe feelings, you know, versus Why? like feelings, you know, talk to the hand. I'm out of here, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. Those so feelings. Those feelings are so real, right? <laughs> All right let, me, let me leave you with one very powerful final thought. A little difficult to buy into, but when you get into this and you buy this, the game is over. You're made up of your feelings. I'm sorry, you're made up of your thoughts, but you're not your thoughts. You're made up of your thoughts, but you're not your thoughts. A simple way to explain that, a brick makes up a house, but the house is not a brick. Hmm. If you get this, your life will change forever. A brick, I'll give it to you again for you to write it down, Jen. A brick makes up a house, but the house is not a brick. You see how I distinguish the brick from the house? Distinguish your thoughts from you and know that they're just thoughts. And when you learn to control those and master them, the brick is not a house. <sighs> nice. Well, thank you. And 
<laughs> There's a comment in here that says, holy balls, I love this guy. <laughs> <laughs> that is too sweet. <laughs> I know. That's awesome. That's too funny. Yeah. Yeah. Holy well, God, man. Yeah. Wow. What a nugget you just gave. Um, what he said, fear of rejection. Um, yeah. Sheila asked, so by changing your story, you have to lie to yourself if your story is true. So. Thank you. Another great tip. Yeah, so, yeah, it's awesome. Lots of good comments here, Gary. And uh, you guys check, grab those um, links from your box, you know, the, the chat box, and Gary will be all yours at convention, you know, for the Aroma Share Days, which you got to go there anyways because it's the coolest thing on the planet to go to when you're in Salt Lake besides our little three-hour breakout. And, uh, yeah, it's that's amazing. So anything you want to leave um, – with before we finish up here and wrap up this oh, I think I think we got enough uh, food on the plate there that's for sure you guys are bricks so you can listen to that song tonight she's a brick house you're going to be like right. yeah I'm a brick house I'm not a brick the house is not a brick <laughs> oh, that's great. oh cool well thanks everybody for coming tonight and sticking around and like a lot of you are still here more than half of the people are still here and they've hung in and gleaned your nuggets yeah. very wise to do that go ahead and Jen, no, thank you so much for your kindness and your trust and having me on this because I know, you know, you want to make sure your, your, your community gets good content. And I do thank you for the trust and, and allowing me to kind of do my thing out here. I, I really appreciate that. Yes, well, I appreciate you and helping everybody here. And people are saying thanks, great webinar. Um, thanks for bringing us, Gary, blah, blah, blah. So it's really, really good. So Thanks, everybody, all of you that are still here. Thank you, Gary. We appreciate you, and we will see you, like, in a week and a half. So <laughs> Yeah, we'll see you guys soon, okay? So come say hi, and um, we'll do a little meet and greet or whatever. Sounds good. Take care, everybody. We'll see you soon, and I'm going to go ahead and adjourn my little...